This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. This is Mike Smith filling in for Simi as we continue to cover the breaking story this morning as the B.C. government announces a move to no-fault auto insurance. Uh, The government says they will increase benefits for people injured in an auto accident. They will also reduce your ICBC premiums with the savings that are accrued by cutting the lawyers out of the equation here at ICBC. The lawyers are mad as hell. I just got a statement from the Trial Lawyers Association. I'll give you the highlights of that in a second. But first, have a listen to this. Here's Attorney General David Eby this morning. Beyond helping families save money on insurance in a significant way, these cost savings will also help ICBC to dramatically increase care for anyone injured in a crash. The maximum medical care and recovery benefits will increase from $300,000 to at least $7.5 million. That's 24 times more care. And beyond that, wage replacement benefits will now be increased to a level 60% higher than today. If you're catastrophically injured, our new care-based model offers up to $250,000 in permanent impairment compensation. That's over and above the proposed $7.5 million in care. It replaces what is called a pain and suffering award under the current litigation system. All in all, we are significantly increasing care levels so drivers can have peace of mind that if they are injured, they will get the care they need for as long as they need it. Okay, as Attorney General David Eby speaking this morning as the government announces no-fault auto insurance. Rates for your ICBC premiums will go down 20% on average next year, according to the government, as a result of this move. Uh, Coverage and benefits for people injured in car crashes will go up. You will not be allowed to sue anymore, except in some limited cases. This cuts the lawyers out of the mix, and the lawyers are not happy about it just got this statement from sean mitchell the ceo of the trial lawyers association of bc Uh, they say this move will reward bad drivers and reduce the ability for injured and vulnerable british columbians to receive a fair settlement when injured that's from the trial lawyers association they'll be on the show a little later today to uh, respond to what's going on but i think one of the critical communities here in this uh, changed insurance system are people who have disabilities especially if they've been injured in a car crash and have suffered some serious injuries so let's talk to them now justina Lowe is the executive director of the disability alliance of bc and i'm very pleased to welcome her hi Hi, Mike. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's, it's my pleasure to have you here. What are your thoughts on the government's announcement on no-fault auto insurance? Um, well, we're glad that there's going to be increased care um, and supports and benefits for people who suffer accidents. As you mentioned, a lot of people with disabilities uh, may have acquired their disability because of a motor vehicle accident. Right. Um, so we just want to ensure that, yeah, the, that the regulations and the policies are in place so that people can easily access um, the $7.5 million that they're talking about. Okay. Did the government consult with you guys beforehand before they brought this out? Did you know this was coming? Um, DABC was informed of um, them making this decision, um, so we weren't consulted in the early phases, um, but we will be consulting with them just to make sure that the right uh, yeah, regulations and policies are in place. Okay, when you take a first, obviously you're reacting to it, or just getting the information new, but when you take a look at the sort of schedule of uh, enhanced benefits that the government has announced here, 
as you mentioned, $7.5 million. That's an extraordinary amount of money. That would be for medical and rehabilitation. That's the maximum proposed limit there, obviously. So that would be for someone who's like suffers a, a, you know, a catastrophic injury, right? Yes, that would be a maximum yeah. amount. Yeah. Um, but they said that that's available to everybody. So we'd want to just ensure that people um, who suffered any type of you know injury is able to access the support that they need, be it in terms of physiotherapy, you know, a- anything and everything. Yeah, and the government announcing some new categories of benefits here, including increased income replacement. So if you miss work from an auto accident, you'd have uh, increased uh, coverage there. Does, does that sound good to you? I mean, does this all sound pretty good to you when you take a look at yeah, it? So yeah, so in terms of those types of increased benefits, I think we, uh, yeah, we're excited to know that they're including more categories and they're making sure that people are fully supported. So it's not just about their physical well-being, as we're saying, and seeing an OT or a PT, but in terms of, yeah, income replacement and other things like that. Um, we want to make sure that people are able to easily access all those types of benefits and supports. In your experience, Justina, for someone who's injured in a car crash, do you typically hear a lot of complaints about ICBC and, and the benefits they receive? Well, I think it's pretty difficult to navigate the system. Um, yeah. So a lot of times they're not able to get all the benefits because there's either too much bureaucracy or there's bottlenecks or they need to fill out a lot of paperwork. Um, so those are the issues. So we want to make sure that um, that it's streamlined so that people who suffer an accident can very quickly get the support and help that they need so that they can get back on their feet. Speaking to Justina Lowe, she is the executive director of the Disability Alliance of BC. Um, what about, let's say someone is injured in a car crash, it's obviously another driver's fault. You would now lose the ability to hire a lawyer and go to court to try and get the maximum amount of money. Do you have any concerns about not being able to hire a lawyer now? Um, I think ICBC had mentioned that there are some cases when you can, um, you know, you can sue. If, um, so I'm guessing that that would be one of the resorts if it were to come to that. Um, if it was like an impaired driver or something, I would want to make that's, sure that there is that opportunity. That's right. The government did say there will be limited circumstances where you could still hire a lawyer, you could still go to court, and that would be a case where the, if the other driver is at fault and that driver is convicted of a crime, notably impaired driving or dangerous driving, you would still have the ability to hire a lawyer. Otherwise, you would not be able to hire a lawyer. Are you? Do you have any worries or concerns about that? Um, I guess we, we'll have to see what happens, honestly. Um, yeah, we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, we just want to make sure that people who do suffer an accident are able to get the maximum amount of benefits and support that they need. Right. For people who have suffered things like, let's say, a spinal cord injury, a brain injury. Uh, these are difficult, obviously, injuries to, to deal with for, in, in some cases, life-changing and catastrophic injuries. What are the sort of the, the biggest needs that people have beyond sort of Im- immediate kind of primary care? What else do people need in their life? Great question. People actually need a lot, as we said, not just in terms of the physical needs, but their housing probably needs to change as well. So they need accessible housing. They may need to find a different job. So they may need supports in terms of finding a different job, transportation, getting around the city. There's a lot of other things um, that come after just the immediate needs of, you know, the physical rehabilitation. So I'm glad that at least the government is thinking about all those and making sure that people get the full support and like holistic care that they need. Okay, the government announcing today that there will be a a consultation process here that unfolds starting 
this month. Presumably, uh, the Disability Alliance of BC would be part of that consultation process. Are you are you satisfied or happy with what you heard what you've heard from the government so far in terms of look, this is the plan, but we're going to consult with you guys on the plan. Yes, I think that's a great way to move forward. And it's just a plan at the moment. They know that there's a lot that needs to be done still. And DABC is happy to be a part of those consultations just to make sure that it's as streamlined as possible. And yeah, there aren't bottlenecks and that people can access uh, the support that they need. Thank you for coming on. Of course. Thank you so much for having me.